Hello again. Let's meditate on some scripture together and achieve some rest. And before we do, I want to say a special hello to a special little guy named Asher Kai. Asher Kai, I think it's awesome that you listen to this podcast. It means a lot to me. And I want you to know that God loves you very much and that your parents love you very much. And it is great that we're going to meditate on scripture together. And hello to everyone else listening as well. I'm really glad you are listening. God loves you too. And this is going to be good. This is Genesis chapter one, starting at verse 14, another day of creation. It says, and God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. All right, this is a lengthy one here, the description of the fourth day. Let's just think through it together. And God said. So once again, God creates by speaking. Speaks into existence. He said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens, to separate the day from the night. It's interesting the way he's talking about this. I think we know from reading the whole paragraph that he's talking about the creation of the sun and the moon and the stars, but he refers to them as lights, lights out in the expanse of the heavens. Let's just try to visualize a little bit. I know if you're listening, you have probably seen imagery from space, just the vastness of the expanse of space and the stars and the galaxies and everything. Just take a minute to remember those images of what space looks like. As you're imagining that and picturing it, just note that God created that to separate the night and the day. There's a lot of distinctions in God's creation. There's dry land and water, there's heavens and earth. And now we see there's day and there's night. And so God created these, what he calls lights. They're to separate the day from the night, and it says, let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. So it creates a distinction between day and night, and it gives people a way to track time and seasons and days and years. So let's think about that bit by bit. Day and night. Can you imagine if God had decided to do it otherwise to where there was no distinct day and night, where it was all just one or the other or some murky mix of both, just a constant twilight or a constant dusk. Just 
use your imagination for a little bit. What would life be like under those conditions? What if it was all daytime? Or what if it was all nighttime? Or what if it was never really fully either one? It was always in the middle. Now, I know if you live uh, near the poles, I know some folks who've lived in Alaska and there's parts of the year where it is daytime pretty much all day or nighttime pretty much all day. But for the majority of those living on earth, there is a distinction between day and night. And that's on purpose. God did it on purpose. You know, created what he calls lights in the sky to make it so. But they also help us track time. It says signs and seasons, days and years. So just think about how the how the transitions from day and night and day and night and how the sun, moon, and stars help us track time. Think about how disorienting it would be if we couldn't see the sky, we couldn't see the sun, moon, or stars. He goes on in verse 15, And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. So another function of these lights in the expanse of the heavens is to shine light on the earth. Uh, without light, we can't see. And without light, all the vegetation that happened in the day preceding this in creation can't grow. Now think for just a minute, just about the fact that there is light and that God created that to be the case. Think about how much light the sun provides on the earth. Have you ever looked directly at the sun? I don't advise it. Don't do it today or tomorrow. But if you've ever looked at it, you realize the power of that light. It'll blind you. And it's so far away. And think about the heat produced by that light that God created, the sun. How during the summer you can feel it, it'll burn your skin, even though it's so, so far away. God created that. He spoke it into existence. And then here at the end of verse 15, it just says, and it was so. So he says, let this be the case, and it is so. His word is powerful. It creates what he wants it to create. Uh, that's why we study and meditate on Scripture. It creates in us what he wants to create in us. So let's read on into verse 16. 
And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. The great light or the greater light would be the sun. The lesser light would be the moon. Sun rules the day. The moon rules the night. And then just sort of throws in at the end there and the stars. Now, you may not know, but this is pretty significant because in the ancient Near East, back at the time that this would have been written, people worshipped the sun and worshipped the moon as if they were gods, and they thought the stars determined their destinies. But as Christians, we know the truth is that there is one God, and He is behind the sun, moon, and stars. He created them. They are His creations. He is far more powerful than all of them put together. They would not exist without Him. But, you know, if we didn't know God, if we didn't have his word, and if he had not revealed himself to us, we might mistake the sun and the moon to be God's too. So we can't make fun of anybody. We should just be grateful that God has shown himself to us. Verse 17, And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. So God put them there. He set it all up, and it runs like clockwork. If the earth was a little bit closer to the sun, we would not be able to live here. If the earth was a little bit further away from the sun, we would not be able to live here. It's all so precise, and it's all so exact, not because of a cosmic random Big Bang, but because of an awesome wise creator. God himself set it up and it works beautifully. And he is the same God today that he was back then. He's the same God that you can trust right now. He's the same God that loves you very much. He created all that to separate the light from the darkness. There is a distinction between light and darkness on purpose. And he saw that it was good and it is good. And I think we'll just take maybe 15, 20 seconds and just think of the goodness of God's creation in terms of the sun and the moon and the stars. Just picture them in your mind, picture the beauty and the majesty and the glory, and just praise God for the goodness of his creation and his goodness displayed in his creation. I'll give you about 20 seconds to do that. Think about how good it is and thank God for how good it is. And then once again, like we have done, I think every time we have meditated on one of these days of creation, we are made in God's image, and part of that is being creative and productive, just like He is. When we first meet God, he is, He's working, He's creating, He's developing, uh, and that's a big part of humanity too, and that's a big part of you being, being a human being made in God's image. And so I think it's always good to reflect on the day that we just lived and just take note of what we've been able to accomplish and what we've done 
and just reflect on it and say, just like God did after he created things, it's good. It's good that I was able to do that. I know you weren't perfect, and that's okay. We are loved by God because of his grace and mercy through Jesus Christ, not our performance at home or at work or out in the community. But I guarantee you did at least one thing that was good and worthwhile. So just reflect back over your day. Start from when you first woke up and work all the way to now. And just notice what was good. Thank God for what was good. What did God enable you to accomplish today? Even small things. What progress did God enable you to make today? Even small steps. And our passage ends in verse 19, and there was evening and there was morning, the fourth day. I think we'll stop there for this one. And I just want to pray for you. And I really appreciate you listening. If you have any ideas how to make this better, email me at Sorry for the uh, dramatic pause there. I want to make sure I get the email address right. There it is. Email me at truesleepfeedback at gmail.com with anything that might make this better. I am going to go back to one episode a week. Uh, as short as these are, keeping up with two per week is a little bit too much for me because this isn't my primary focus. I'm a pastor and a husband and a father. and um, So I want to keep it up. I want to keep it good. But I think once per week is about the right frequency for me. I hope that's okay for you. But thank you again for listening. Let me pray for you and hope you get some good rest. Father, thank you for this individual that you brought to listen to this scripture tonight. I know that you love them. You are at work in their lives. And this is just one example of that. You brought your word to them right now in their restlessness. And I pray that you would give them rest and peace in their souls, that they would trust in Jesus as their Lord and their Savior and that they would be deeply at peace, that you would be making them whole in their relationship with you and themselves and others and their work and the world around them, that you would be bringing about great fruitfulness for your kingdom through them. In Jesus' name, amen.